Check it out. See, the only thing you need to do right here is snarl your fucking head. Yeah. Yeah. Break your fucking neck, bitches. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go now. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go now. Give it away. Give it away. Give it away now. Give it away. Give it away. Give it away now. Just give it away, nigga. Yeah. Here we go now. Tell me what you really want to do. Come here, man. Talk to me, nigga. Talk to me. What you really want to do is come in for a new episode with myself, Garrett. Hugh is on the line. We are doing this remote for episode 60, week late. Apologies. A lot of stuff going on. <laughs> A lot of shit happening. Fortunately, well, unfortunately, to one of us, fortunately, we don't have to talk about anything that is happening in the fucking world right now. We got enough shit to talk about now, pal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... The original reason why the episode was a little late was I went to North Carolina to retrieve my parents who were moving back. Um, How much Chick-fil-A did you crush while you are down there? We only went twice, believe it or not. Wow. Yeah. It was a uh, – we hit them all. We hit Chick-fil-A, Bojangles, and Sonic. Um. It was, it was a quick trip. We got there. We left super early Friday morning. We got to, we got there early evening Friday. Um, and then we were back on the road Monday morning. And then we stopped with, so my wife Mandy and I had my father. And my mom was driving up with her brother after the movers came, which was yeah. supposed to be there Tuesday. So we left Monday morning, stopped in um, Wilmington, Delaware on the way home, which Wilmington, Delaware, it's a shithole. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, well, it's a city. It's like a, well, an urban, like we, we stayed in a, in a Marriott, which was right downtown Wilmington in in this i mean there was skyscrapers i had to park in a parking garage two blocks away um yeah so that sucked but stayed that night got up early the next morning hit it or was home that afternoon um and then so that was tuesday took wednesday off went back to work thursday and that's that. This is where it starts to get good. Yeah, this is when we were supposed to record was Thursday when, or Friday. Uh, yeah. Um. <clears throat> so Wednesday or Thursday night, I felt kind of off. I took my temperature, and it was like ninety-eight point nine. Rectally or? It was orally. Oh. Mandy wouldn't help me. My arms and just can't bend to do it, and she didn't want to help. So, I mean, it's uh, most accurate. That's the only reason I ask. I'm looking <laughs> yeah. for. I'm looking for the accuracy. So we <clears throat> took my temperature, and I noticed it starting to creep up, and I had the chills. Oh. So I immediately started like getting worried. 
Because Good thing you don't have a bit of hypochondria in you. No. 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 Not a bit. Not. No. So <clears throat> I wake up at like 1 a.m. Friday morning. I have that metallic-y taste in my mouth. And I'm like, I'm going to puke. So I get up and I puke. Take my temperature again. Now it's like 101. And I'm like, oh, boy. Yeah. I start. Like, Mandy gives me a couple Tylenol or something, and I take that, and I, and I lay back down, and I've got the chills wicked bad. Wake up a couple hours later, take my temperature again. It's 103. So take more Tylenol, and it's going up and down. And around 8 a.m., I called my doctor, and the doctor was like, um, you got two options. You can stay home and you can drink plenty of fluids and just stay away from people. Or if you have people that may be your caretaker of and da, 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 you could come in and get tested for COVID, strap, flu, all that stuff. Yeah. So I was like, well, my dad's staying with me. I need to get tested. So I get in the truck and I head for York hospital. Um, get there. I go in, they take my temperature. They are immediately like, all right, you have COVID symptoms. Go wait in your truck. We'll call you and you can come in. So I go out my truck and it feels like an hour. And that it was, what day was it? It was Friday. So it was hot. Yeah. And I was sitting in the truck with the doors closed and the windows up without it running, no AC on just to keep warm. Yeah. And, um, so the nurse calls me, they come, I, they meet me at the door. They like bring me into this room. It's secluded in the ER. It's got positive pressure going on it. So it's sucking air out. Um, and everybody is fucking hazmat suit. And I'm like, Jesus. Here we go. <laughs> so initially I thought I had COVID obviously. Um, so I was, I was pretty freaked out at that point, but I started to notice like I had like this really bad red spot on my leg. Um, so they take my temperature, it's through the roof. I am severely dehydrated. Yeah. My, my piss was like brown. It was gross. Oh, good. Um, so they do the COVID test, <clears throat> which that uh, you hear people talk about it and that that thing is no joke it touches the back of your skull yeah it's like i mean you could see i think you could still see the part in my hair <laughs> where like poke through my scalp so they do that twice um once to do a rapid test with and then once to send out which I thought getting it done twice was bad. Talking to the nurse in the hospital, she had to test one guy 10 times, had to swab him 10 times within like two days. Because I would just fuck whatever is wrong with me. Just fucking shoot me. <laughs> no. It's either. Guy. <laughs> if I'm not going to die sitting here yeah. and you've got to keep doing this, I'm just going to leave. Yeah. Like go fuck yourself. You, you get like, Oh, it's sort of like the strep, like the strep test, you know, 
when they fucking stick that fucking tongue depressor fucking 75 feet down your throat. I would rather have that 10 times in a row versus having the COVID test once ever. Well, right. But my point being is I'm only going to do that once. Like, (laughs) If that culture doesn't come back right, fuck it. I don't care. Maybe I have strep throat. Just give me the drugs. Fuck it. Don't care. Yeah. So they do that. And like 15 minutes later, the ER doctor comes in. She says, well, good news is your, your COVID test came back negative. And like all my vitals were good. Blood pressure was good. My heart rate was a little high, obviously, just because of what you was going think on. You have COVID. Yeah. Yeah. So that was like around 98 or something like that. But once they told me it was negative, it like, poof, it came right <laughs> down to where it needed to be. All right, fucking levels. Give me some saline bags and fucking yeah. let's go. So then they noticed like the red spot on my leg I just mentioned, and it was growing. It was like getting big. My leg was on fire. Um, so they did the – I don't know if – I mean, you, you, you saw me in the hospital, so you were able to see it. I had to see if I have a picture of it from when I was in the – But yeah. for the people at home, you your legs uh, decided to just say fuck it, and we're just gonna yeah. balloon right up on you. So basically, what they think happened was is I had it, cellulitis. Um, it's a skin infection, and they think from driving, it my legs swelled up a little, and it cracked the dry skin, yeah. which caused the infection to inflame. So I probably already had it, but it just was stable. My white blood count was like triple what it was supposed to be. So that's when they knew there was an infection. They made sure I wasn't septic. But like if if my father wasn't staying with us, I wouldn't have gone. Right. I just would have stayed home and chewed Tylenol and like the water bottles. Yeah. And I could have gone septic and gone into shock. And, you know, there was a whole bunch of variables that I didn't really think. But either way. So the doctor came in, she's like, I definitely don't think you have COVID. I, even though we sent your other test out, <clears throat> I think it's going to come back negative. In fact, I'm fairly sure of it. But I think you need to stay at least one night in the hospital. <clears throat> so at that point, I was like, oh, well, one night, no big deal. Yeah, sweet. And Sleep then, in a nice comfy bed. Yeah, and that's the other thing, that emergency room bed laying on that fucking thing for almost eight hours or eight hours almost nine hours i was i was ready to shoot someone i was just they're fucking terrible. Hand, they lost my like they ripped my pants off of me like i undid my belt and they pulled my pants down and ripped my shorts like ripped a massive hole in them my 30 dollars streamlight flashlight went flying and I was like, I need to find that. And they're like, well, it's over there somewhere. We'll, we'll try to remember to find it. So my $30 stream light flashlight's gone. Um, what the fuck kind of retards were you dealing with? It wasn't. It, it, what the hell was, were they ripping your pants off for? I mean, Jesus Christ, they thought you had COVID. Yeah. You get and COVID then, in a Hummer? I mean, Jesus fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so the nurse... The nurse was super nice and the other nurses kind of, but so I had to have x-rays of my chest, 
um, EKGs, ultrasounds to make sure there wasn't any blood clots, um, echocardiogram. What's the uh, X? What? What? So this is where I start. Just question: Why the fuck are they X-raying your chest? To make sure nothing had traveled into my lungs. From what? Basically, from from the infection. Uh. Because my white because my white blood count was so high, they needed to make sure that I didn't like it didn't spread through my nervous system. So they did that. Finally, like six o'clock, I get admitted into a room. Um, and here's the, the doctor, the admitting doctor, which I didn't really like, says, I'm going to put you on the patch while you're in the hospital. I said, no, you're not. He goes, well, I mean, that's fine, but most people say they don't need it. And then a day later, they, they want I said, I'll suffer through it. I'm not going on the patch. I've done it before. I have bad dreams. I don't feel right. I don't want it. He goes, all right, I can't prescribe it if I can't order it if we don't do it now. I said, I don't want it. Then shut the fuck up. I told you no. No means no, motherfucker. Exactly. Jesus Christ. So they admit me. The nurses, like the nurse I had in the emergency room, the doctor, not the admitting doctor, but the emergency room doctor, awesome. Get up to my room. The nurse I had in the, for like, they, their shift changes at seven. So I get up there like six. She was cool. Um, they got me all set up, got me hooked to the antibiotics and IVs or saline and just get fluids into me. Um, so finally I'm like trying, I'm about to relax and then my fever starts spiking again. So now they're putting me on Tylenol and doing all this shit and like you, you can't sleep Yeah. when you have a fever because you're hot, you're cold, you're, you're cold, you're hot. It's so finally Saturday morning, that died down doctor came in and he was like <clears throat> well probably gonna be here a couple days i'm like fuck so he changed my antibiotics around double those all day saturday sunday they're like yeah you gotta stay one more day I'm like, and at this point because you can't have any visitors right um at this point i'm like i'm I'm pissed. I'm bumming hard. So the nurse was like, has your wife come to the window and visited you yet? I'm like, I didn't know she could do that. She's like, yeah, people are doing it all the time because there's obviously no visitors. So that's when she came, she brought me, she brought me a coffee to start and, yeah. um, just, you know, so that was nice. She hung out for a while then you guys came, um, then your parents came, and then Mandy came back, and she brought me a Subway sandwich because the doctor that admitted me put me on a cardiac diet. Oh, that was kind of him. Yeah, so what that means is the food, there's no, you can't, no pepper, no salt. Um, it's just like I had a haddock dinner, probably the most expensive haddock dinner I've ever had in my life. Terrible. And it was horrible. It was like, <laughs> I mean, it just 
everything. They don't, the first night I was there, I ordered a cheeseburger. I'm like, can I have french fries with that? They're like, nope. I'm like, okay, can I have American cheese on it? They're like, no, we only have Swiss cheese. I'm like, you only have Swiss cheese? They're like, yeah. I'm like, all right, I guess I'll add, I mean, I was under the impression that we were in the United States. We'd have American. And, but, whatever. So I had a burger with Swiss cheese, which that wasn't bad. And then, but that, then Saturday you guys came, Sunday, Mandy came, the doctor came in, and he's like, yeah, you got to be here one more day. <sighs> so finally. Great. Thanks, bud. Yeah. Finally, Monday afternoon, the doctor didn't come in until like one o'clock. And at that oh. point, I was, I was like, I was mad. Yeah. The nurse I had, all the nurses I had were awesome. She came in, she's like, I can tell you're pretty, pretty annoyed. I'm like, yeah, they told me I'm going to be getting out of here today. She's like, yeah, we're just waiting on the doctor to come through. I don't see any reason why you can't, but he's got to write the orders. So he finally shows up. He's like, how you doing? And I hadn't seen this one yet. This is a new guy. I said, I'm ready to get out of here. He goes, yeah, it's up to you. I'm like, okay, let's go. Let's get me out of here. Let's yeah. do what we have to do. So that took another hour and a half, and then finally I was on my way home. But did not plan on spending four four days in the hospital, three and a half, four days in the hospital. What's no, it's not really ever really in the plan, I don't think. But I'm home now. I have a follow-up doctor's appointment tomorrow. My plan is to go back to work on on Friday because, I mean, most people would just take the rest of the week, but – I'm going out of my mind bored. Just hanging out at home, loving yeah, life. It's, it's miserable. I, it's not my wife. It's just I'm not made for it. Well, it, it sucks too being in like an, I mean, because I kind of lived it too, like the small house, the apartment. Yeah. Like you don't have shit you can do. Like yeah. if you could go tinker on something or if you could go fucking hang out in a wood shop. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you'd stay home for fucking years but or like I don't know. shoot guns at people yeah you can only i take mean apart, things you can only take apart your pistol so many times and put it back together like i've like we have exposed wooden beams in our apartment and i've been finding like different ways to hide pistols in it no good <laughs> so we've got but, uh so yeah, I had a very quiet week. Yeah. We didn't podcast last week. Uh finally got my boat out. I don't I know if we that. talked about that. But and yeah. I'm highly jealous. This is so this will be the I think fourth year I've had this boat. Yeah. Sixth year of having my own personal boat. This is the first year I've ever had a boat out and ready before September 30th. <laughs> I've never, never put a boat. I mean, actually, I take that back. I may have dunked my boat la two years ago, one day. Yeah. 
And then other than that, it's just fucking put it away. It's duck season. All right, take it out. Now, yeah. like, I took it out. I took my blind off. I got the boat out. Been striper fishing. Caught a first couple stripers on a fly rod. It's just, I don't know how I've fucking waited this long. Did you know there's a beautiful boat ramp about two and a half miles from my house? Yeah, Trey. Yeah. I had no fucking idea that was there. <laughs> I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? This thing's been, and like, you get out of there and like, so, you know, you can leave either way out of there and either go out to the Piscataqua yeah. or go through and go through all the fucking marina bullshit and then hammer down once you get out, once you meet back up with the Piscataqua on the other side, yeah. which I like, so when we've been putting in, I've been going that way. So you've got a nice slow ride. Like you can troll through the harbors. You can get, yeah. you know, geared up, get your rods ready, get everything laid out, have a beer or two, and then get out to the buoy, fucking hammer, get to where we want to fish, start fishing. Um, but, and then the ride back, Leah and I took, so Leah and I went out on Saturday alone no kids and she caught a striper probably her first striper like in, yeah it was probably like a probably a 20 incher somewhere around there um probably her first striper in t- fuck 10 years yeah. she just she just hasn't gone and then uh i caught a nice little little tiny schoolie on a on a fly and I was fucking happy on pig and shit. Dude, so I'm a type of person where I don't go half-assed at stuff. If I decide I want to do something, we're just going to sink $1,000 into it immediately mm. and then hope it works out. That's how striper fishing had been on a fly rod. Went out, bought. I've got fucking three reels right here. I've got my reel that's on my rod, which is a different one. I've got two other rods sitting in a corner. Like, yeah. I've got a box full of flies. Never, until this year, had never caught a striper on a fly. <laughs> like, I just never, just, I like, I was like, all right, I'm going to catch a striper on a fly. Like, stripers, stripers are all around. We're just going to do it. And then it was like, oh, this appears to be harder than I anticipated. And I didn't put in any effort. And then I just let it sit. And then finally this year, now it's like, like I was talking to a buddy of mine. He's like, how old's your fly line? I was like, technically like six years old. He's like, what do you mean technically? I was like, well, I bought it six years ago, but I think it's seen the water twice. Like I just, I've never used it. And he's like, oh yeah, you're fine. Yeah. Yeah. So ready. Some things just don't work out the way they do, but eventually we're there. So now we're there. So now it's like, okay, well we spent the initial money and now we're about to spend a whole shitload more, bud. Cause <laughs> let me tell you hooking a striper on a fly rod. Oh. Yeah. I can only imagine. It was amazing. And I mean, it was cool too. Like, um, Sunday, Sunday night, I think. Yeah, it was Sunday because Sunday was the day we went to see you, right? 
maybe. Yeah. Maybe it was Sunday, yeah. Yeah, Sunday was when we saw you. So Sunday we went fishing with the family, caught a couple bass, a couple sunfish, kids were happy. Then yeah, it got because it was Father's Day. Yeah. And then it got super, super hot. So I was like, yeah. all right, fuck this. Like we're I'm I'm not sitting out here. It's I'm fucking dying. Yeah. So we went in, came to see you, and then had dinner at my house with my parents. And then a buddy of mine texted me and was like, hey, let's go striper fishing. He texted me earlier in the day. So I told my dad, I was like, hey, we got a scarf down dinner. And then we're just going to tell mom and my wife that, hey, it's Father's Day. The fathers are going fishing. (laughs) So we did that. So we went out. I mean, I was not sure I was going to be able to see by the time we got back in. Uh fog rolled over and then it got real dark by i think i texted my wife we were off the water at about nine nine o'clock <laughs> <laughs> but it just like once that fog bank rolled in it just laid everything down fish yeah. really weren't moving like the you know pressures were changing and we ended up catching two pollocks and that was it and yeah. not exactly what we were out there for um but you know, we had three guys fishing off my 18 footer, like, um, probably would have done it differently next time where like the guy with the spinning rod would be sitting in the middle of the boat. And then the two fly fishermen on, you know, stern and aft or stern and bow, but, um, it worked out. I mean, we had a good time, had some beers and then we were able to, I mean, the Piscataqua just laid right down. We, I went up and around the shipyard. Yeah. We were fucking wide, o- wide open. That little boat, it surprised some people because we were out there when Leah and I were out there yeah. on Saturday. We were fishing a spot and I was like, ah, no, it was, it was, it was when I was with Ian um, early, the weekend before. We were sitting out there and we were like fishing and we were like, all right, we see birds moving. I was like, Hey, I was like, get your line in, hold on. And he was like, gotcha. And he's like, I'm ready. And I just fucking sent it. And there was like a center console. I don't know what it was for a motor or a boat or anything, but we got up on plane and we were fucking gone. Coming. We were flying. I think the only thing in the mo- in the fucking water was the motor. Like that fucking boat yeah. was just up and just here we go. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna have to get out on it. You're coming. So as soon as once your doc gives you the okay and we get all, I don't, I don't need. Dude, that's to be the, the thing. Re- like the doctor never really. They didn't give me any regulation. It's just I don't want to rush it and then end up back in the hospital. Oh, right. So I'm just trying to like take it easy. Like I had to, well, the only thing they recommended before I go back to work is compression socks. The knee high fucking compression socks. So those are supposed to be here tomorrow. Luckily I found some like athletic looking ones. Yeah. So they're not like just white. Just white or bark. tan, like the yeah. old man. So they've got six different pairs, and they're black, and they all have different colors on them. My biggest thing was, like, I, they need to be breathable. 
Yeah. So these are supposed to be moisture wicking and. Uh, well, I mean, you know, we'll get you out. I I have another. So like in my boat right now, and all for duck season and everything, I just carry. There's one seat in the boat. That's it. Yeah. Everybody else can sit on benches, but I have another seat that we can oh, put. Perfect. We can put in the bow. It's brand new, brand new camo, camo seat. Looks fucking beautiful. It would be where the driver's seat is, but I can't get the driver's seat out. <laughs> it's stuck for good. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, put that in the bow seat and would not recommend sitting there on the way out, especially yeah. if we are flying. But yeah, once you get where we're going. Yep. Yeah. Um, so. Let me tell you a little story about my week on what fucking day was it? It was Saturday morning. All right. Nope. Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Saturday morning. Wife and I got up, went fishing. We did it perfect. So, you know, Pepper Cove, Mm. they've got a, they've got like a provision store now down on the wharf where all the, I forget what the fuck place was. It was an old folks place. Not an old folks home, but like old fucking people used to eat there. Yeah. Frisbee's market, Captain Simeon's. Captain Simeon's. Yeah. Yeah. So where Captain Simeon's used to be is all redone. There's three different levels, three different stores. The bottom level is like a provisional market, which just means really expensive fucking sandwiches and shit. Yeah. But good, pretty good sandwich. So, we pulled into there at like at like ten thirty. Leah went up, grabbed a sandwich, grabbed some, grabbed a four pack, and got back on the boat and whatever we fished. And then we went in. Then we came back home, dropped the boat off, and we we're like, "All right, let's go get groceries." So we go over to Portsmouth. First time since March that I've been in a store with a sec with another person. Yeah, it was weird. Like, it was great. Like, it was nice being able to spend time with her and, you know, but it was like, I'm so used to walking into a store, throwing in my head, uh, my AirPods and just not listening to anybody and just like being on my own track. But so we went through whole store, do the shopping we need. We're good. Get out. And I drive a large truck it's an f-250 it's not a long bed it's a short bed technically it's whatever six and three quarters feet it's fucking stupidest thing ever just make it six feet but whatever um so when i park in a parking lot i pull close like if i'm parking on like up to someone i park close like in the middle like between the cars is it's a tight gap yeah because my truck's fucking 22 fucking feet long and i always have i always have a hitch in so i'm like yeah, yeah. i just don't need to get hit so i'd noticed a guy like walking through the store i don't know why well i know why i noticed him is because he got fucking flip up sunglasses nerd <laughs> comes into play very quickly here so we're walking out, and uh, I think I was pushing the cart or whatever, and then I just pushed it to my passenger side. I, I don't know why, but and so 
and when I was walking out, I was noticed, I noticed a guy like walking behind my truck. Cause I walked in front of my truck because little did I know this will come up later, but there was a lot of room in front of my truck. So I was like, Oh, yeah. cool. I can just cut right through. And, uh, I noticed this guy just fucking staring and I was like, nah, whatever. Like I look like a fucking hooligan, like whatever. I don't care. And, uh, so I'm putting groceries in the back of my truck. Leah's Leah opens, you know, her door and she's about to get in and I hear her go, Hey, do you know that guy? And then like, I looked over my shoulder, saw the old dude with the flip up sunglasses. I'm like, no fucking clue. And I just went back to what I was doing. Yeah. And then, all I hear is, I don't want to start a fight, but, <laughs> and I was like, are you, are you talking to me? And he was like, yeah, I'm talking to you. And I was like, okay, not a great, start. Not, not a great start, pud. Not a great start. So he goes. You gave me five fucking inches to put groceries in the back of my car. I said, excuse me? He's like, when I pulled in, I was like, yeah. He's like, well, you were parked so fucking close to me. There's only five fucking inches between your bumper and the back of my car. I'm like, so you're telling me you pulled in all the way through knowing that you wanted to put stuff in the back of your car and you're pissed that I parked close to you. And he's like, well, you're fucking over the line. I was like, I'm over the fucking back line too, you fucking cock sucking motherfucker. <laughs> and he just looks at me. He's like, well, well, fuck you. And I was like, if you know you're going to a fucking grocery store, why don't you park like that car, that car, that car, that I just went down the fucking line. I was like, all those motherfuckers are going to have no fucking problem putting shit in their fucking trunks. Now, are they? And he's like, well, you're really a fucking asshole, huh? And I was like, fuck you. I was like, you better get the fuck out of here. <clears throat> and he's like, he start, he, so he turns, starts walking away, and then turns around. He's like, you know, fucking disrespectful motherfucker and i was like i'm disrespectful because i parked in a fucking parking spot and you're too dumb to park the correct way to get your own groceries in your own fucking car i was like you can go fuck yourself you old piece of shit <laughs> and leah's just standing there like in, sort of in between us because i think when she heard his first words of his mouth where i don't want to start a fight she's like oh jesus christ like great like this is this is just what we fucking now I gotta play bouncer. Yeah, like yes, good thing kids were with the grandparents. Yeah, thankfully, but it was like I was like I was flabbergasted. I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me! Like you're <laughs> mad at me because you pulled straight through into a parking spot and had your nose out in the aisle when you could have very easily had your trunk in the aisle, and no problem. He's like, I had to get in and move my car. I was like, well, I mean, congratulations. You solved your own problem. Great job, bud. You want a fucking gold star? I mean, what the, so, what the fuck? When I have a similar story about market basket. You know, and I park in the handicapped spots when I go there. And you know how they have, like, the painted white lines in between the handicapped spots? Yeah. 
So I pulled into the spot and, and I like cracked my door. I was just, I was looking at my list and I go to open it and this truck comes fucking no handicap tag comes whipping in and parks in between on those painted white lines and then is sitting in his truck. I can't get out. Like I can barely, I, well, I, I could, I got out, but like it was tight. <laughs> um, so I looked at him and he looks at me and he puts his arms up in the air. Like, why are you looking at me? I said, do you not realize it's not a fucking parking spot? And he goes, oh, I'm only going in for a minute. I said, then park over there. Yeah. But there's 20 fucking spots. Because people are just stupid. Well, that's right. So, I mean, I, I'll, I'll admit, I may or may not have been four and a half inches over the yellow line in between the spots. Yeah. The front tires weren't even touching the front line. I mean, my bumper was hanging over. Like, it was literally just, literally the bumper of my truck was over the line between the two spots. Now, behind my truck was fucking 18 inches of truck in a fucking aisle because we only build fucking parking spaces for little pussies and Priuses and shit. But, so he's like, well, why don't you just park over there? I was like, why don't you pull your head out of your fucking ass and pull forwards into a fucking parking spot? Oh, is it because you're a fucking piece of shit driver and can't fucking back out of a parking spot? Yeah. Are you too old? And so, like, I mean, this dude was literally, like, I got to be careful because I almost said an age when I was telling this story to my father. And then I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> He just turned 60. <laughs> I'm not going to say 60. Like, I just, I don't He's know. He's old like, enough to know better. Yeah. This dude was, and like I said to my dad, I was like, he was over 10 years older than you. Like, this dude was old. And I'm like, Look at you. Picking on old men. I don't want to have to beat the fuck out of somebody, but motherfucker. Hey, he started would, it. Would this just, I would have just loved it. Just one punch, done. Like, fuck yeah. you, you old man. And I'm screaming in the market. Like, I'm surprised it has not popped up around on us social on social media being like, look at this fucking bearded hooligan ripping this old man an <laughs> asshole. Like, I'm still not convinced that it's not out there because there were definitely people that were stopped looking at me. Because yeah. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh, there's a Karen out there somewhere. I hope so. I, I yeah, want to see the video. I really do. Like, You should have heard the dude that was in the hospital room next to me. Oh, my God. He was an asshole. And he, he, <laughs> the nurses would come into my room after being in there. And I'm like, rough day. Because <laughs> I could hear him. Yeah. <laughs> and they would just look at me and laugh. Like, yeah, he sounds like he's a bit of a handful. She goes, yeah. I'm like, it sounds like he's nice to some people. And she's like, no, not really. He's nice to the doctors, but he's not nice to us, any of us. Like, he'll, he'll, he would start screaming at the top of his lungs, get away from me, get away from me, when they were trying to, or he would, uh, like, they would give him pain medicine, and then an hour later, he would, I need something for the pain. 
just start at you know midnight when other people are trying to sleep. Yeah. And I'd be up watching TV. Nurse would come in to check my vitals, and I'm like, "How's your friend?" <laughs> yeah. Things are going well over there. It sounds like. <laughs> Nurses loved me. I was a star pupil. It's not hard. Like I mean, I've never really. I've never had to spend an overnight in a hospital other than the birth of children and sleeping in a fucking reclining chair. Yeah. Yeah. Overnights aren't fun, especially when you can't have anybody come visit you. Yeah. That sucks. Or have the normal menu because I mean, I don't know if you know this, but when, if you have a kid at your hospital, they give you a special dinner. I did not know that. Yes. So anyone that's listening, if you're thinking about where ha- where to have a kid, I think most actual hospitals do this, but they do like a parent's dinner. Yeah. Either your first night. like So like if you have the kid early in the morning, you can either have it that night or you've got to stay the second day normally. Yeah. Like if everything's good. But sometimes you can get out on that second day. So they're like, well, just do your dinner the first night, whatever. But they'll do like a, I mean, we, I think we both did fillets. Like. Yeah. None of that on my end. Filet mignon, a dessert, and you could actually get, you know, a glass of wine or a a beer. Which I had friends. Yeah. Sneaking booze into me. So, I mean, it worked out. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's not something I'm looking to go back and do anytime soon, unless it's for the reason of having a kid. Um, yeah, and even that, you know, be there for the birth. Yeah, they'll probably be like, "Wait a second, you're uh, you were on a cardiac diet the last time you were here." <laughs> yeah, uh, like no steak for you. <laughs> Like we were talking when he came to visit at the window. Like it'd be a perfect place to try to see if I was still allergic to shellfish. But yeah. they've got it was written on my the whiteboard in my room, like on all my paperwork, allergic to shellfish. So there was no sneaking that. That's when you buddy up the nerves and just go, I think that's allegedly. Like let's just can we prove it? Like, I mean, what better place? <laughs> yeah, we're right here. I already yeah. have an IV in. You know how quickly we could just remedy the situation if something starts to happen. Yeah. I mean, one night, like every every morning when you would order breakfast, they would. That's the other thing. Like, I couldn't get bacon or oh. sausage or so I would get a bagel with cream cheese and a bowl of Cheerios. Uh, and then, but, so, I kind of forgot where I was going. Oh, they had, so they said, you get the chef specials for the rest of the day. And one of them, it was surf and turf. And they had like prime rib and shrimp skewers. And I'm like, that sounds fantastic, but I can't have it. Like, I don't want to like order it for the guy next door and be like, can I just have a piece of that? Yeah, at give least just, just give me the prime rib. I mean, fuck. <laughs> so, but <That's> a- <clears throat> I'm home. 
That's good. Good to be yeah. home. Very. And with that being said, I got to go put my leg up. It's starting to kill me. Sounds good, buddy. Grind out one episode at a time here. I mean, 60, 60 in, we don't need to stop at 61. So, yeah. We'll be back. We will be back. Better Hopefully than ever. We can be in person. Yeah. Swing by. I mean, we got what? Today is Wednesday. We could crank another one out by Sunday. I got plenty more to talk about. Yeah. We're celebrating Father's Day with Mandy's parents this week. Oh, good. At some point, because I haven't been able to since we got back. So, but I got one one quick question. Go for it. Only because I thought of this tonight and... You bring up Mandy's parents because you grill there. This is how I got there. Sorry. Quick little description. Um, do you clean the grill before and after cooking or just after or just before? Typically before and after. Okay. It's a, it's a dad thing. It's, it's just a middle-aged man thing. The grill, really the grill has to be quickly scrubbed before you put anything on it. Yeah. And then what I like to do personally, depending on what we grill, like if it's something messy, like whether it's like sautéed chicken or yeah. whatever, if it made a mess, <clears throat> if the grill's turned down, I'll turn it all the way the fuck up. Yeah. And then I'll try and remember to get it back out there for within like 10 minutes of doing that. Normally it's about half an hour, halfway through dinner, I just jump up from the table and run out the fucking door. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or it'll be like two hours later and I'll look outside and see the light from the grill and be like, uh well, I mean need, remind me, I gotta get propane tomorrow. Yeah, I gotta go see <laughs> Huey. Fuck. <laughs> but I always like I'll always clean my grill afterwards. Like I'll turn it up all the way. But then like when I start it up and preheat it, like I'll let it get hot, but then I gotta clean it again. Like I see know what I, I do. do is I, I fired up, I put it on wow, and I get everything. Even though I cleaned it at the end of the last time I cooked, there I could, still there could right. be something. <laughs> there, there may you be. just don't know. So I, I, I think it's just it's like you said, it's a middle aged dad thing where you gotta, gotta fire it up. And just it, it's something about just scrubbing it. It makes you feel complete. So I get it cranking hot. Do that. And then sometimes I'll pick up the grates with the with the tongue and give them a quick bang on the side of the grill, and, um, and then I turn them back down and cook whatever. And then after, before I eat, I do the same thing. I turn it right back up, and whack it again, then turn it down and eat. I mean, I think it's the only proper way to do it. It really, I mean. I've seen some people where they don't clean them at all, and it's just... Just a fucking mess all over the place. Yeah. It's like, just can I just get in there for a second? Just give me a minute. Yeah. Let me go home and grab my grill tools. I'll be back. <laughs> you show up with a with a rollout, canvas yeah. rollout. Just just step away, sir. I'll take yeah. care of it from here. You're... You've I also... I, I can't stand people that grill over charcoal. I'm sorry. I just... See, I think grilling over charcoal is 
is okay. But it can't I mean, be your only source. It's fine if you're in the middle of fucking nowhere and you just brought charcoal and there's a charcoal grill, right? Yeah. Like, that's fine. But realistically, I have a propane camping grill I can fucking take anywhere in the world. I've got a huge propane grill on my deck. Like, I hate, I just, I don't like people that are like, oh, well, just charcoal tastes better. Well, fuck you, it does. There is something about it because you can do a bunch of different things with charcoal, but it's besides the point. I don't think as a primary source of grilling, you, you should have a gas grill. I'm also scarred because the last time I think I ate off of a charcoal grill, the person lighting it um, used about 400 bottles of lighter fluid to light yeah. it. So everything tasted like lighter, lighter fluid. fluid. Yeah. Yeah. Not great. It's also got to be the right person running the charcoal grill. Well, folks, there's your grilling tips for this weekend. <laughs> we will be back, eh, depending. Maybe Saturday, maybe Sunday, maybe Tuesday. Fucked if I know. See what's going on. It's been lovely. We'll have everyone give well wishes to the the Hubert. Just real quick, if my wife listens to this, she's gone to pick up groceries. She was a saint through the whole process because not only was I in the hospital the first two days, she was taking care of my father, who is who has Alzheimer's. So. And now she's taking care of me. Who I, the nurses at the hospital thought I was great. I don't think if she was one of those, if she, I, I don't think she agrees. No. I'm, I'm a little difficult at home. I think we all realized your wife was a saint the September day that 3rd, she, 2017. You said she did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if she didn't realize what she was getting herself into at that point, I, I think mean, the moment she really realized it was when I put uh, pillow pants underneath my pillows. Yeah, you don't come back from that. <laughs> she was like, well, that's it. <laughs> did you ask for your shorts so you could put them under the pillows did, at the I hospital? Did. just joking around. I was like, can you send me my pillows and some shorts to put under the pillows it's <laughs> like absolutely not <laughs> that hospital bed wasn't bad after like the second day i was done with it yeah i'm like i mean there's nothing to do zero the, the tvs suck yep you have to wear headphones you can't just although the pretty much the the second half of the the last day and then the, the day I left, I realized if you crank the TV to 100 and just have the headphones laying on the bed next to you, it's like, so pro tip. Normal. Yeah. That's a good little pro tip. Yeah. Shout out Teresa. She told me about that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. She was one of the nurses. So she... Quick, here we go. Quick story. Um, she's 
putting a second or no, she was taking, she's taking blood from my left arm and she is covered in tattoos. Uh huh. And she goes, do needles bother you? I said, no, that, they don't bother me. She goes, funny thing is I hate needles. I'm like, you're absolutely covered in tattoos. She goes, yeah, most people give me shit for it. I actually am the biggest baby when it comes to getting tattoos as well. I have to, she uses like the numbing cream and like a tattoo that should take an hour takes her like three or four hours. And she's got like sleeves. <sighs> so. I, I, I don't know how you are, but I miss the feeling of it getting a tattoo. I love it. I fucking love it. The only time I didn't like it was like, Right on my right on my collarbone. Yeah, but I yeah. dealt with it. The duck that is—you can't really see it with the light. That duck right there. Yeah, that's a real motherfucker. I don't yeah. like that duck. Bouncing a needle off the collarbone is yeah, fucking. Yeah, those ones right there. That one. So. And then you look at someone like my wife who. There's not more than a pounded thumb. I love it to death, but <laughs> her first two tattoos were fucking both sides of her rib cage. Yeah. And then on her pelvic bone. And I'm like, she's like, these really hurt. I'm like, well, you don't have any fat on you to begin with. And then you just literally got bone tattooed. Yeah. It's going to fucking hurt. Like even actually like my finger, my finger didn't hurt at all. The Ooh. tattoo on my chest. I didn't even feel it. Yeah. I just, like, I felt the vibration of the needle. That was it. My like, favorite. It was almost to the point where I wanted to be like, is, are you doing this right? My favorite thing about getting tattooed, especially, like, arms and stuff, is, like, like when I did my left arm, because it's got so much more work on it, like, there'd be times where you're, like, he'd hit a nerve, and I'd feel it in, like, my neck. Yeah. And, like, a lot of people are like, that's fucking that's got to kill you. And I'm like, no, that's like the coolest part. It's kind of yeah. fun to like, just watch someone tattooing you and then being like, Oh, where am I going to feel this next? Like yeah. my neck or my left pinky toe. Like, I don't fucking know, but we should get a tattoo artist on. We should. Yeah. That'd be a good, good chat. Be a fucking awesome chat. We should get tattoo artists to sponsor us. I mean, fuck. Call your guy. My guy? Yeah. One who did my work? Yeah. Uh, I believe he is in jail. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's seen him or heard from him. Hey, backup plan. Got two guys. Um, yep. So. Sorry, Ginger. What's that? Ginger running by. Didn't know oh. who it was. I like my backdrop here. Yeah, I'm about to do some some changing around in here. So next time we do a remote one, it'll look a little bit different. Oh, you're going to get a bookcase? Uh, got a set of shells. I am currently losing the battle on the coffee containers. You don't say. Doesn't look good. I got some spare shelving in the shop if you uh, need a spot to put them. <laughs> yeah. I may have to donate them. So. 
It was a good run. It was a good run. But I'm going to have to send him down the road. Uh, fuck. So I'm the coffee I drink is in a metal container with a plastic cap, and I'm like, man, these are probably good for something. And I'm like, I can't start keeping these now. Like, they remind me of like my grandfather used to just have piles of these cans, hundreds of them. Yeah, just filled with random yeah. fucking hardware, and it was all the chock full of nuts, which I thought was yep. hilarious as I got older. Yeah, but it was chock full of nuts containers just filled with shit. And I'm like, yeah, I can't, had. I can't start keeping these. Like, no. Yeah. All right. But good for you. You made it back from North Carolina. Apparently not unscathed, really. Yeah. But here we are. Summer cut on Hugh. Yeah. Not here. They're bad. The mustache is getting just fucking grody in the sh- in the hospital. I didn't want to shower at the hospital. It was too much work. I was just fucking totally. Oh, it's the best IV. place to shower in the world. IV poles and so. Originally, I was only supposed to be there a day. Yeah, you just ring the buzzer and say, hey, I need to go take a shower. They come in, un- either unhook you enough, or they're like, all right, you got to keep this with you. And then it's like a hotel. Like, who cares what happens in there? Yeah, I didn't want to do it. So a mustache came off. Don't worry, people. Mine's not going anywhere. Although, after being on the salt the salt water, it doesn't matter. Like, I mean, I never touch the water with my face. Yeah. But just, I love the feel of it. But, like, it's literally, like, just bristle brush. Like, yeah. it's fucking Wire. bad. Yeah, it gets bad. Yeah. But the things we do for fish. Things we do for our parents. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking end up in a whole hospital for four days. <laughs> so. Well, at least everybody's up here. Everybody's good. Everybody's happy. Everybody's moved in. Everybody moved in already? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So. House is well, good. I don't want to keep you. I want to make sure you get your rest and relaxation you, and some beauty sleep. And I got to take my meds. Make sure you get on those so you don't fucking end up back admitted tomorrow. That Wouldn't yeah. that suck? Ah. We're just going to put you back in here a couple more days. All right, man. All right, all. That's episode 60. A week late, dollar short, and go fuck yourselves. It's what you get. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. That's it. No peace. Nothing. Oh, oh. Jesus Christ, for fuck's sakes.